25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. So far, Kasher di Barto, the Rusha Lion. 
הרבה היה לי, אך רציתי עוד. אבל כשקושי אמיתי ניצב, מתחיל לדעת מה חשוב עכשיו. לכן אמשיך להאמין בכל ליבי, השם שולח כל מה שצריך אני. יש לי הכל, כל, כל. have come my way I'm thinking over what I used to say Now I need to hold on to what I know inside There's all that I need Hashem always provides Yes, the Oh, you talk about how she's told 
Oh, 
Ha 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 
Time louder, let's go. The mountains will crumble and the hillside will fade away. But my love for you will not end.
J.M. in the A.M. Talk about amazing and incredible selections for the upcoming Chag. Barosh Hashanah, that was Shlomo Katz, Everlasting Love, Eitan Katz, Shlomo Simcha Kivakarat, off of the uh, Yamim No Royim uh, liturgy. Yeshli Akol, that was Ari Goldwag, A.J. Schreiber, Johnny Schlagbaum, Aaron Schlagbaum, with an amazing Yamim No Royim medley. And from uh, Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Wednesday on the September the 16th, day 27 in the month of Elul, the year 5780. The brand new year begins Friday night. No joke. Unbelievable. Friday night. It all starts again. And uh, the year 5781 will hopefully be one of peace and blessing and very different from the type of year that 5780 ended up being. We pray for the health of uh, everybody who's uh, who's out there. There are a lot of people who are, in fact, um, still suffering from COVID. And um, we pray for everyone's health and everyone's safety as we go through this unique month of Tishrei, which starts on Friday night. 
58 degrees. Yeah, it's suckish weather out there. 58 degrees, 75% humidity. Winds are west at 3 miles per hour. Mostly sunny, high 76. Then tonight, clouds and a low of 63. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy in New York with a high of 80. We're at 91.1 in Yerushalayim. We're at 58 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. By the way, I, uh, I want to remind everybody that our live lunch tomorrow will be a Zoom live lunch. Avi Fryer has a, um, what he calls a Russia Shana appropriate magic trick. Yeah. And he felt, and uh, we agree, even though we, <laughs> even though we know very little, very few details about it. Uh, he said that the Thursday, the day before the brand new year would be a, a perfect time to do it. So zoom live lunch tomorrow, zoom live lunch tomorrow. We'll give you all the information in terms of the zoom address, etc. But get ready to join us in the middle of the day tomorrow. He'll be doing the magic trick at about 12 noon Eastern time. Yeah. Should be interesting. The Zoom live lunches always are, aren't they? Gedalia Zlotowicz joins us this morning. He is the uh, president, of course, of Artscroll, Missora, and there's a lot to talk about in terms of what's happening at Artscroll right now. Many of you are aware of the fact that the brand new Shar Habitachon that I am touting like crazy is available to you at 15% off and free shipping if you use promo code RADIO at artscroll.com. Use promo code RADIO at artscroll.com. Brand new Shar Habitachon. Um, so I'll have that for you here at uh, JM in the AM. And plenty more, as you would suspect, coming off of the um, a White House celebration yesterday with the uh, UAE and Bahrain, and of course Israel and the United States. Um, it was amazing speaking with the leader of the UAE Jewish community yesterday on the air. If you missed that conversation with Ross, head to the archives at NachumSiegel.com, NSN app. You can do that later on, of course. You don't want to miss any of today's show, that's for sure. Um it was really a fascinating conversation. Trucker Yitz says, happy Wednesday. Wants to know why I keep saying don't touch that dial if there is no dial anymore. Well, certain expressions live on, Yitz. Certain expressions do live on. And uh, that's one of them. <laughs> Listener Tikva says, Boker Tov, love the music. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Feel free to support us. By going to um, fjbunity.org and support our Rosh Hashanah campaign. Again, that's fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. And, of course, we thank you. How can we not for all your support all year round? It is much appreciated, to say the least. And um, and that's about it. We're here until 9 a.m. with JM in the AM and then plenty more all through the day on a Wednesday at the Nahum Siegel Network. This is, uh, let's see, where are we heading? This is a selection from Duvi Shapiro at JM in the AM. Kish 
שישנת גם כשקמת עם אנשים לא מאמינים בו והחושים עוד אוחזים בו חלום שעוד יקום ויתגשם בו כשזה יקרה אתה תהיה חזק ושלם וחזק את הרצון, את כוח הדמיון תגיע לחזון הגדול אם אתה נופל אז קום
One thing about JM and the AM, you never know what you're going to hear next. <laughs> That's so true. DJ Raids with uh, Modaani, Yerdu Faratza, that was Rogers Park. Alicia Friedman and company with Hayom. Words from the uh, Rosh Hashanah liturgy. Barosh Hashanah, that was Cantor Simon Cohen, Dovi Shapiro in there, starting things off with Ze Al Ze. Wednesday morning, it's JM and the AM. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us at a minute before 7 o'clock. This is America's one and only Jewish. Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NachumSingle Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. We always welcome your comments. Gedalia Zlotowicz, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz is going to join us. He heads Art Scroll Masora. Lots to talk about regarding what's available now before Rosh Hashanah. And uh, I'm sure he'll talk about what's available over the next couple of weeks. The list is quite voluminous, to say the least. Artscroll.com offering Shar Habitachon, the brand new Shar Habitachon, at 15% off and free shipping if you use promo code radio. 15% off free shipping if you use promo code radio. It's um, pretty amazing, this Shar Habitachon, frankly, in both Hebrew and English in one volume. I'm a big fan of it, and I will uh, speak more about it, I'm sure, later on when Rebecca Dahlia Zlotowicz joins us here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954, available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Check out A&H today and enjoy. Support us and our Rosh Hashanah campaign and keep us going by going to fjbunity.org fjbunity.org and I thank you. Galit Sal in the background. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesdays next. Boker Tov from JNN. Galitzan Mirushalayim, Asha'a 2. Shalom Rav Lachem, Kanoam Aviram, Mimashe Korea Akshav. Misrad Abriyut, Bifnia Levatea Cholim, 
לא ניתן לפתוח יותר מיטות אשפוז בצפון, מביא את הפרטים לראשונה, כתבנו לענייני בריאות, מאיר מרציאנו. בהנחיה לבתי החולים, משרד הבריאות מורה על מבצע ענק להעברת מאושפזי קורונה למרכז הארץ. כך למשל, 25 מאושפזי קורונה יועברו מרמב״ם לשיבא, 25 נוספים מבית החולים לגליל בנהריה לאיכילוב. הסיבה, אין יותר מקום בבתי החולים בצפון לקליטת חולי קורונה. השר יובל שטייניץ מותח ביקורת על ההחלטה לפתוח ב-1 בספטמבר את שנת הלימודים ואומר ליעל דן, הכתובת הייתה על הקיר. היה אסור לפתוח את שנת הלימודים, אני לא מבין איך מערכת הבריאות תמכה בזה או אישרה את זה ולא התנגדה לדבר הזה. היום אנחנו רואים את הנזקים כבר, הכתובת הייתה על הקיר, אבל מוטב מאוחר מאשר בכלל לא. ערב הסגר השני מחריף המיתון במשק. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה, ניתאי ענבי עם נתוני הנשקה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. הכלכלה הישראלית התכווצה ב-29% בחישוב שנתי, מיתון עמוק יותר ביחס לנתון הקודם. הצריכה הפרטית צנחה ב-44%. מצב ישראל טוב מממוצע ה-OECD, אך הכלכלות של קוריאה הדרומית, נורבגיה, ליטא, אירלנד, דנמרק, אוסטריה ויפן עם נתונים טובים של ישראל. הסגר הנוסף שיוטל משישי ישפיע עוד. על התכווצות המשק. ומליאת הכנסת דחתה את ההצעה להקים ועדת חקירה פרלמנטרית בשל ניגוד עניינים במערכת המשפט. יוזם ההצעה, חבר הכנסת סמוטריץ', תפקף במליאה את חברי הקואליציה. חבריי החרדים, איזה הישג הבאתם לציבור הבוחרים שלכם בממשלה הזאת, חוץ מלשתף פעולה עם מי שהופך אותם למצורעים ולמפיצי מחלות? כלום. גורנישט מתגורנישט. הישג אחד בלבד יש לממשלה הזו לבנות את חומת הביצורים של אבי ניסנקורן, שמאחוריה הוא ואתם כולכם מטייחים את העיוותים והשחיתויות של המערכת. כתבנו יניר קוזי. מוסר שחברי סיעת הליכוד נעדרו מההצבעה, מלבד חברי הכנסת קארה וקלנר שהצביעו בעד. גם יושב ראש ימינה, נפתלי בנט, לא היה במליאה בהצבעה. הגננת המתעללת כרמל מעודה עלתה להעיד לראשונה במסגרת משפטה והודתה בחלק מסעיפי האישום. מבית המשפט המחוזי בלוד מדווח כתבנו בן נצר. יותר משנה לאחר שהתגלתה הפרשה, מעודה עלתה להעיד לראשונה. היא הודתה ב-17 סעיפי אישום של התעללות בפעוטות מתוך 18, וסירבה להודות ביחיד שאינו מתועד. בזמן שדיברה, הורי הילדים שהיו בגן התפרצו וקיללו אותה, ואת עדותה חתמה במילים, אני לא קורבן, לוקחת אחריות מלאה. ערב ראש השנה בישראל יש יותר מתשעה מיליון ומאתיים אלף תושבים. כתבנו יובל הראל. על פי הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה, עד 2024 אוכלוסיית ישראל צפויה להגיע לעשרה מיליון, עד 2048 לחמישה עשר מיליון, ועד 2065 צפויים להיות בישראל עשרים מיליון תושבים. האוכלוסייה גדלה השנה במאה וחמישים אלף בני אדם, והיא מורכבת כיום משבעים וארבעה אחוז יהודים. 21% ערבים ו-15% תושבים אחרים. ומזג האוויר עומס חום כבד עד קיצוני ברוב אזורי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
אני רוצה היום, אבל הכל משתנה פתאום, וזה בסדר, אני לא אשם, כי זה רצון השם. אני הולך, לא רואה את הסוף, מאמין שיהיה רק טוב. אני קטן, כן, אני קטן, והתמונה גדולה. וכל מה שקורה זה סבבה, לא מפחד משום דבר, כי אני בידיים של אבא, של אבא שלי. אני רוצה היום, אבל הכל משתנה פתאום, וזה בסדר, אני לא אשם, כי זה רצון השם. אני הולך, לא רואה את הסוף, מאמין שיהיה רק טוב. אני קטן, כן, אני קטן, והתמונה גדולה. Thank 
Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM. Yosef Chaim with Shema Koleinu. You heard Yosimcha done by uh, Eitan Freilich. You saw a word had Achenu and I call me Shemayim. That was Mordechai Shapiro. Wednesday, JM in the AM, 58 degrees, mostly sunny, a high 76. 91 in Yerushalayim. 58, sukkis weather here in New York City <laughs> at JM in the AM. Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best and every Trader Joe's Nationwide has A&H hot dogs. What do you think of that? Oh, it's good news, all right. It's really good news. Try A&H today and enjoy. Do you know someone in your family or at work who wants to explore more about our Jewish heritage? Suggest partnersintorah.org or call 1-800-STUDY-4-2. 1-800-STUDY, the number 4 and then the number two, incorporate Torah study with a partner and enrich your life again. Go to partnersintorah.org, partnersintorah.org. And this is the perfect week to start a commitment to be either a mentor or a student with Partners in Torah. As the brand new year approaches this coming 
Friday night. Yep, no question about that. Uh, the year 5781 starts this coming Friday night. We'll speak with uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz from Arts Grill coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Find out what's new, what's happening, how the brand new year is starting for them over at Arts Grill. If you know someone is looking for a job, don't forget our email address, resume at nachomsegel.com. Resume at nachomsegel.com. We pass all of the uh, Jewish not-for-profit professional candidates on to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. Everyone else, we try our best to try to match them up with an employer. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. A big thank you to our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, CasinoFarms.com, and Aaron's West Orange in New Jersey, Aaron'sWestOrange.com. Uh, they uh, sponsored our amazing uh, NSN Season 9 kickoff contest. Much appreciated. And they continue on this uh 48 hours before the Chag uh, to provide the most amazing shopping experience with great specials, everything you need under one roof, and fantastic customer service at two locations, Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, CasinoFarms.com, and Aaron's West Orange in New Jersey, Aaron'sWestOrange.com. Check them out. You'll be glad you did. You walk in there and uh, you start to feel like, oh, this is the place I need to get ready for the Chag, to get ready for the uh, wonderful two days, Shabbos and Sunday, that start uh, Friday night. Uh, so again, check it out. Aaron's uh, Casino Farms in Queens, Aaron's West Orange in New Jersey. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM, and Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevin, Rabbi and Zechonishmas Esther Bas, Rabbi Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. During these days, each and every tefillah, every prayer that is uttered, has special significance. Our prayers, our tefillahs, are heard in Shemayim, and every single word is a power. The news had gone out that the war was coming to the end during the Second World War. The Germans were running away from the camps. There was a great man, Ramosha David Rosner, he was in one of the concentration camps. All the prisoners had run away because they knew that the Allied forces were going to liquidate the camps to be sure that there were no Germans that were left alive. Nobody stayed behind. Everybody left. However, Ramosha David did not run. Although the bullets were flying overhead, even one grazed his ear that left a scar for life. He remained behind in the camp. He endangered his life because there were sick people who were unable to leave. They were lying in one of the blocks of the camp. The sick people didn't know that anyone remained behind. But when he appeared, it gave them the greatest hope for the future. Only a tzaddik amiti, a true tzaddik, would stay behind to help those so unfortunate, and risk his own life. The Russian and American forces entered the camp. They had their weapons drawn. Two soldiers, one a Russian and one an American, ordered Ramosha David to raise his hands. He raised up his hands. He didn't understand what they were saying, but from their tone, he understood what they wanted. The Russian soldier began to yell at him, and Ramosha David realized that they thought he was a German soldier. 
He tried to explain that he had only remained behind to help the sick people, but they wouldn't listen. The Russian soldier, certain that this was a German soldier telling him lies, lifted his rifle and pointed it at Ramosha David's head. Ramosha David realized that after everything he had gone through, he was now going to be killed, a completely innocent man. He began to say Kriyashma with all of his kavana. He called it out with all of his might. At the last moment, the American soldier grabbed the arm of the Russian soldier and prevented him from spilling innocent blood. Ramosha David repeated the story so many times throughout life, teaching all of us that saying Kriyashma, that praying to Hashem, is a life-saving act. May we all merit brocha blessing and success in all that we do in the year that will be filled with blessing, good health, and happiness. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. I'm 
JM in the AM. The Yonatan Sheinfeld selection, Zachrein Elochayim. Surely Williger before that, and Shlomo Kalbach with his Zachrein Elochayim in that set. Yaakov Shweki had Ladovid Wednesday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. Thanks for joining us at a quarter before 8 o'clock. Tomorrow, a Zoom live lunch. And we'll give out the details tomorrow morning. The reason we're doing it is because Avi Fryer uh, says that he has the perfect magic trick to show us. <laughs> he did some great sessions with us over the summer, you'll remember. Uh, perfect magic trick for the uh, for the final day of the year. So with uh, the fact in mind that uh, Friday night is Rosh Hashanah, tomorrow during our Thursday live lunch, we will uh, ask Avi Fryer to join us. We'll ask uh, everybody out there to zoom in so you could see it, not just hear it, but see the whole presentation. And that should be fun as uh, his appearances on our network uh, always are, frankly. JM and the AM coming up are by Gedalia Zlotowitz. Lots going on at Art Scroll, as you can imagine, now at the beginning of the year 5781, as they anticipate the brand new year. And we'll find out uh, what's been happening over the last few months and what we can anticipate over the next few weeks from our friends at Art Scroll. Uh, also, yesterday, uh, Ross Creel, the leader of the United Arab Emirates uh, Jewish Community, he is the president of the Jewish Council of the Emirates, an Orthodox Jew who moved there in 2008. An amazing story, frankly. He was in Washington uh, yesterday, and of course, he joined us yesterday morning for about a 20-minute conversation here at JMAM. If you missed it, check out the archives, NahumSiegel.com, or of course, go to the NSN app, the NahumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone, uh, where you can comment away, by the way. Uh, you'll find the uh, archives there as well. Well, a gentleman named Howard Seidenfeld is with us live via telephone. He is the leader of a group called The Global Realty. And the reason he's become such an important person, frankly, <laughs> in the lives of hundreds of people in the Staten Island Jewish community is because, as many of you know, for the last 37 years, uh, Rabbi Siegel has been the spiritual leader of the New Springville Jewish Center, and I have had the privilege um, of being the cantor for the High Holiday Services literally since 1984. And uh, Rabbi Siegel had a unique situation this year as every rabbi around the globe has, because um, the question is what to do with the high holiday services. You know, social distancing is an issue. Just gathering together is an issue. Blowing chauffeurs is an issue. Uh, people are, with rabbinic advisors, uh, cutting down on the service, either speeding it up or eliminating certain parts. I mean, this is a pretty serious, deadly virus, as we know, and we're trying to do you know, what we can responsibly. Uh, for the community, while at the same time we want to make sure to be able to uh, pray as a group and observe the holiday. Anyway, long story short, the New Springville Jewish Center, which is normally at the corner of Saxon and Steinway in Staten Island, was looking for a larger space, uh, and Howard Seidenfeld, Global Realty, came through with an amazing and incredible donation to the synagogue of a massive, massive space, just a, a stone's throw from the actual shul, uh, that we're going to be able to use starting tomorrow night for the high holidays. We'll be able to spread out social distance. It'll be a a quick service as, you know, uh, you know, we'll still take those precautions, but we'll be able to have a full service there with the new Springville Jewish Center congregation. Mr. Howard Seidenfeld, Global Realty, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Uh, it must be it must be interesting, especially now when when uh, people in the real estate industry are, you know, are are questioning what the future looks like, especially in New York. It must be interesting to go ahead and be able to reach out to the community and literally make a donation 
like you guys at Global are doing for the new Springville Jewish Center. Even with the pressure of your industry right now, it must feel great to be able to start the brand new year like this. Um, actually, Rabbi Siegel's giving us an opportunity to do a huge mitzvah, and we're delighted and really excited to be able to do that. Um, you, you know, I'm, I'm part of a Jewish community up in Sparta, New Jersey. I think every shul in America is facing a difficult time right now. Eretz yeah. Yisrael um, is shutting down. My father lives in Arno. And, you know, there's there, a, a lot of uh, davening is, is, is compromised right now. And being able, just lucky enough to have the facility for them to spread out just means that a lot more people will be able to attend services, which is, you know, we're really happy to be able to provide. When Rabbi Siegel and yourself first discussed this concept of literally moving the synagogue for the three days of the high holidays to this facility, uh, did you think it was a long shot? Did you think this was a crazy idea? Um, I, I thought it was a great idea, actually. I didn't think it was a long shot. I was a little, listen, I was worried. I wanted to make sure that ownership was uh, was cool with it. You know, I spoke with him. I said, look, it's right before Russia shut up. What an opportunity to do a mitzvah for people who might otherwise not attend on, you know, during the holiest, you know, 10 days of the year. Let's, you know, let's do the right thing. You know, real estate guys are often you know, looked upon as, as, uh, you know, as very, uh, 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 capitalistic. And here's an opportunity to really show that, uh, you know, that it's not all about money and it's really about helping people in the community as well. And, and, and so I was really happy that we were able to put it together, uh, for the rabbi and the community. And who knows, maybe that location will have a special blessing afterwards and, and, will, and will turn out to be a very valuable piece of property. Who knows? <laughs> yes, yes. I think we're there, actually. We're probably going to be selling it momentarily, and, and um, this will be a great finish to the story uh, because we originally built it for Barnes & Noble. Right. You know, so. And now it's going to be uh, moving on. And, and we pray... Boy, do we pray, and a lot of people are going to be praying this starting Friday night. We pray that next year at this time we're not going to have to consider moving into other facilities and coming up with uh, clever machinations to make it through the high holidays, frankly. Yes, yeah, and I hope a lot of other people who are listening, if they own buildings and can help out other communities you know, throughout the, uh, uh, the New York, uh, New Jersey metro area, that they do whatever they can to help out these Rabbis are struggling to make sure that everyone, you know, uh, gets to participate. And uh, everyone's got to do whatever they can to try and accommodate it. What an important point and what a, what a beautiful message to transmit to this audience. Uh, yes, everybody out there knows that there are. There are certain, uh, there are certain buildings out there that unfortunately uh, are empty at this point, And they could serve a synagogue really well. Uh, during the upcoming holidays. So think about that, everybody. If you are in control of or if you have an association with pieces of property out there that really could help a neighborhood synagogue uh, or, a, or any of the Manhattan synagogues, a lot of Manhattan synagogues are looking for space right now for their high holiday services, uh, then certainly reach out to the local rabbi and find out if you could help out. Howard Seidenfeld is with us, a partner at Global Realty Services, and uh, hence the um, 
amazing contribution that they're making uh, to the New Springville Jewish Center and the Staten Island community to get us into a really large facility starting tomorrow night. It gives us an opportunity to really present the services in, in minimally uh, the way we normally do. Obviously, it'll be sped up a bit and certain adjustments will be made, but uh, Rabbi Siegel is ready to lead services, and I am ready to lead services at the Cantor the way we normally do. Uh, Howard, it would be wrong of me uh, not to get a comment from you in general uh, about the industry right now. I mean, people are concerned. So, you know, we broadcast here in Manhattan, and this is the uh, epicenter of what we always consider the hottest real estate market of the country. Uh, people are wondering, and I know it's hard to predict, and I know it, and I know for people of faith, we we leave a lot of the predictions to the one above. But what could you tell us about what's happening now in September of 2020, and what do people anticipate for the fall and winter in the real estate market? Well, uh, you know, I can speak uh, first about the local Staten Island market, and then I'll speak to the broad uh, general market, because I also represent the West Side Jewish Center in Manhattan on 34th Street. Wow. Um, and we just, you know, extended uh, B&H Photos' um, uh, lease, um, you know, for the parking lot. Right. And, you know, look, I mean, uh, it, Staten Island, thank God, has... Um, become really resilient. Um, things are getting back to normal quicker, as many other outer borough neighborhoods and communities are, Long Island, Westchester. You know, they're, they're becoming the beneficiaries of, of people moving out, unfortunately, from more denser areas. And the more suburban areas, are, you know, are, you know the, the residential inventory is, is being absorbed. Right. Uh, which, which is good for outlying areas. For the city of New York right now, it's a tough situation. You know, you, you, you've, everyone's been reading, you know, the papers. We know that the business community at large is very concerned uh, and very concerned, you know, how things are being handled. Um, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, things will turn around. I think it's going to take a little bit longer. But uh, New York City is very resilient um, I think certain industries, you know, may be changed for, for quite a period of time, whether you're a movie theater or a health club. You know, we do a lot of retail shopping centers, and we represent a lot of national uh, chains. So, you know, it's obviously um, the impact has been tremendous on, on that area. Right. I, I'm just hoping that, you know, safety-wise and, and uh, uh, crime-wise at New York City uh, gets their arm around that. Um, so that, you know, we can get back to fixing what's broken. Uh, because there's a lot of, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot of vacancy. Um, but I, I believe that a lot of the tech set, um, technology sector is committing to space, and I think that speaks volume about the long-term, um, uh, the long-term uh, um, you know, viability of, of the real estate market. And there's a lot of money sitting on the sidelines looking to take advantage of this moment to, uh, you know, to maybe pick up some, some nice real estate and turn it around as, as we get out of this mess. Yeah, a lot of opportunities out there, I guess one would say, especially in New York. And as you, as you indicated, don't be shocked if New York rebounds from this. There seems to be a trend that people uh, like to leave New York for dead, and then all of a sudden, a few years later, you see that they're at the top of the market again. Um, by the way, I, I was. It, it, many people know that during the height of the COVID situation, there were companies that were seriously considering 
uh, making you know work from home a permanent thing, and and some even had announced that you know where th- this company will will not you know make workers or ma- make employees come back you know till the end of 2020, uh, you know maybe even into 2021, etc. And now I've just read over the last few days how certain companies have realized that productivity is not always what they expect when people are working remotely, and now they are starting to move up the deadline of when they want to get back into their buildings. Are you getting a sense of that, that there, there might yes. be? There yes. Might... I, I, yes. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's a very good point. That's an excellent point. I, I, I believe that there's no replacement for interpersonal uh, contact and, uh, because creativity and productivity goes up when everyone's together. Yeah. Um, you know, right now, everyone's fearful and paranoid and, and, and you know, no one wants to take a chance. We all have grandparents and parents that we have to be concerned with, right. and nobody nobody wants to take on the responsibility of bringing that home. But I think once things, you know, somehow in some kind of a way medically we're able to treat this situation, you know, I think everyone's going to want to run to go back, right? We're going to want to run to go back to the city to go to a Broadway show. We're going to want to have a nice kosher steak. We're wanna go, we, we want to have that, but right now it's just not an option. Um and, and quite frankly, you don't have any international travelers coming to New York right now, right. and that's having a, you know, a tremendous impact um, on, on the city of New York. Yeah. I mean, I, you, know, we, we, you know, the city makes a lot of money and banks on you know, 50, 60 million people visiting a year, and that's just not, it can't happen right now. Uh, someone made the point to me yesterday on the first point. Someone made the point to me yesterday that people were so desperate, uh, understandably so, to hold on to their jobs that they made sure that their productivity level was high the first few months they were home with the COVID situation. And now, you know, things now things get back to you know a balanced level, and people realize that they're never going to be as productive as they would in an office environment, and as you indicated, as creative as well. Uh, it's very interesting to see how this entire thing is playing out, and obviously, as you said, the medical situation, how quickly we're going to be able to get a handle on it, vaccine, etc., is going to dictate a lot of what the future holds for New York and really for the entire world. Uh, Mr. Howard Seidenfeld and everybody at Global Realty, on behalf of Rabbi Siegel and President Hecht and everybody at the New Springville Jewish Center, we say thank you. Thank you for the most amazing donation. I am looking forward to leading services beginning Friday night uh, in the facility that you're providing out on Staten Island. And uh, all we could say is a thank you for thinking of us and thank you for being there at a real time of need. Our pleasure. Have a good mark. Siva v'chatimatova to everyone uh, listening and to our our whole communities. And, and let's hope and pray that, um, you know, that everyone who's a part of this community is, is not to, uh, you know, that can bounce back from this negative impact you know, there are people losing jobs. There yep. are people, uh, yep. you know, who uh, who had Suris yep. right now, and this is an important time to pray and be together. Hundred percent, much appreciated, and a very happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you, your family, and company. Howard Seidenfeld, partner at uh, Global Realty, and you heard, folks, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. How we were going to get him on the air to say thank you uh, for what he's done for the New Springville Jewish Center, and really a great recommendation that he's making, even now at the last minute. Uh, there are people with spaces available who could reach out to the local communities and find out how they could be helpful to their synagogue. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
Jam in the AM, Eitan Cats. Yesterday, somebody was telling me how they are completely uh, <laughs> addicted to the Eitan Cats and Shlomo Cats vibe right now. Uh, a lot of people really enjoying their music, and uh, some people are claiming that we <laughs> that, that half of our programming is their music. I wouldn't say that, but uh, there's no doubt that a lot of the material is coming from them, that's for sure. Uh, if you're looking for a job or if you know someone who's looking for a job, remember our email address, resume at nachomsegel.com, resume at nachomsegel.com. Anything in the not-for-profit uh, Jewish professional realm, we pass on to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. Otherwise, we try very hard to match people up with potential employers. Again, it's resume at nachomsegel.com. Uh, keep that in mind. Also, a, um, a reminder that tomorrow is a Zoom live lunch. Avi Fryer has a magic trick. He's joined us a few times over the summer. He has a magic trick that he says is completely appropriate and important to do right before the end of the year. So tomorrow, since it's the last live lunch of the year, uh, we will uh, feature Avi Fryer. You'll be able to zoom in, see the trick, and, uh, and enjoy our company during a uh, Thursday live lunch right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. And Rabbi Gedalia's Lottowitz is standing by, and I want to remind you that we always have amazing and incredible offers for our audience from our friends at Artscroll and Artscroll.com. And right now, if you go to Artscroll.com, the brand new Shar Habitachon of Chovos Halvavos, and you've heard me over the last few days sing the praises of this incredible volume, the Hebrew and the English, just incredible. I mean, the Hebrew I always knew is incredible. <laughs> I've seen it before. <laughs> but what they've done with the English and the insights and the commentary and the translation is really remarkable. Uh, it's the brand new Sharabi Tachan of Chovas Halvavos. Check it out, artsgirl.com, artsgirl.com. When you use promo code radio, when you use promo code radio, enjoy a 15% discount and free shipping on the brand new Shar Habitachon. And uh, one of the reasons we invited Rabbi Zlotowitz on now, just a couple of days before the brand new year, is to find out what's been happening over the last few months and what he anticipates over the next few weeks. Because you can imagine just how many Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Slichus, Sukkis, appropriate selections Artscroll and Artscroll.com has. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz, President, Artscroll Masora, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you for having me on. Good morning to all your listeners. How are you? Appreciate that. Always like having you on and uh, love doing this with you in terms of going through the material. But there's an added component this morning. I had the pleasure of uh, visiting the Art Scroll Empire this week. 
and uh, seeing uh, your new facility in New Jersey, something that was uh, delayed for us only because of the whole COVID situation. Uh, it is remarkable to see your facility working 24-6, literally, which we can go into detail about if you're willing. And in addition to that, to see how modernized, how up-to-date, how 2020, some might even say 2021, with the, the technology you have over there, uh, everything working like clockwork to produce as much as possible as often as possible, and it, the whole thing was uh, was really a, a, an eye opener. You hear about these things, and you hear about your new facility and what Art Scroll now can do, your capabilities. But once one sees it, it really comes to life. So Mazal Tov on the new place, even though it is uh, many months already at this point. And I thank you for having us and the um, and and the the ability what Art Scroll now can do for the Jewish world. And the publishing world, as, as amazing as it's been for four decades, now is even more remarkable. So you must be really excited to have already spent all these initial months at the new facility. Well, we we love the new facility. It was an honor to host you and Miriam. Thank and you. Uh, we invite people to come see it if they want. Um, it really is cutting edge, and our goal is to be able to print and bind on-premises, as you've seen, so that... We have everything in stock when people need it so we could service the needs of the community. Um, and it's so different now. I know I know that that's not really for today's conversation to talk about how different it was to produce books, you know, 40 years ago compared to now. Uh, but it is so different. The, the way things happen on demand, the way things happen when someone calls you and says, I need 100 of these immediately, it's, it's, it's something you could actually fulfill now. It's something you could actually you know, answer in the affirmative when someone calls in that type of emergency. Right. Well, the goal is you know, we, we never really know how many of a book or a safe is going to sell, and therefore you know, we print the quantity we anticipate, but many times we're caught by surprise. And things really start taking off. Like, for example, the Rabbi Trank book, Just Love right. Them, was a book that, you know, it sold already over 21,000 copies, which is unheard of. And we were, we were, I don't think we were out of stock of it for one day. Whenever we needed it, within 48 hours, we were able to print and bind more. And that's what keeps the momentum going. And when people want it, and they want the chizuk from reading books like this, the last thing you want to tell them is, oh, I'm sorry, it's out of stock. We'll get it back in four weeks. They don't want to wait four weeks. They want it now. So if we're able to produce that for them, we're thrilled. That's really the goal. So they, thank God there's very little back order at this point anymore, which is great. And on top of that, there's really no second printing, third printing anymore outside of just you know a way to keep track in terms of the sales, right? Because as you said, once uh, once that first printing or initial run is done, you know, in a very short period of time, that book's available again. So it's uh, right. well, it's, we it's, would call that a second and third printing, right. just I, getting I done that. a lot quicker. Right, but usually when people in the old days used second printing, it was a way of saying, you know, we're, we're trying our best to get it right. back, back. We'll be back there. in two months, exactly. you know, something along those lines. So it's pretty remarkable. Now, Baruch Hashem, that's not happening. And with today, we have to use today's technology. Technology is a gift, and like with everything else, we have to use it in the right way, and we're happy to use it to service the community. And what people may not realize, and they will see it when they visit you, uh, is how many actual human beings you still need to run equipment, to double-check certain things, to proofread, to go ahead and, uh, and, and 
and make sure that the uh, the covers of the book are straight and proper and the way they should be. Uh, yeah, machines are replacing humans, I guess, to a degree, but you're always going to need people, and thank God you're a pretty big employer over there. Uh, you're always going to need people to, to run everything and to supervise everything. That is correct. Yep. Uh, all right, let's, uh, I mean... If you already mentioned Rabbi Trank and the numbers, I mean, I think one of the numbers people are really curious about is what Danielle Renoff has done, because that's a cookbook that really has, uh, uh, a, a, you know, one of those books that's uh, revolutionized the market, I think we could say, and no doubt will have, you know, another few runs in terms of popularity, Hanukkah coming up, etc., uh, later on in the year. Uh, can you describe for us the influence that her book has, has, has had and the type of numbers that it's done? Well, Danielle Renov has a huge following online on her Instagram page and all other social media. She has a way of just communicating and connecting with those who follow her. It has taken the cooking world by storm. Um, already over 42,000 copies, wow. which is unheard of these days because there are so many cookbooks on the market. But uh, people love it. The feedback is great. There's, I think, over 250 recipes. It's a beautiful book, the, a great gift for Yontif, especially with all the cooking days coming up. But it's really full year-round, and we're just happy that people love the book. If they're going to buy it, they should love it, use it well, and use it to feed their families delicious meals. But we're very proud of this book. And we're proud of the association with uh, Mrs. Renov. She is a fantastic personality. All right. Peas, love, and carrots. All right. So it's a home run. Basically, Rabbi Zlotowitz, it's a home run. <laughs> it's a home run. You, you, made, a deci- home run. you made a decision. You have zero regrets. Simple, <laughs> simple as that. And, uh, and hopefully you'll have more of those types of uh, books coming up. Uh, well, you heard me going crazy about the Shara Bitachon. It's something that's a, a real favorite of mine for many, many years. And now... Uh, you've gone ahead and produced this uh, Jaffa family edition of Shara Bitacha, not only with the, the Hebrew, which is what I've been used to, of course, over all these years, but a great English translation, wonderful insights, fantastic commentary. One of the things about Shara, and again, I, I've been trying over the last couple of days, because I'm sure there are a lot of people in this audience who don't know what it is. Chovas Halvavos is a Musser safer. Chovas Halvavos is something that's really appropriate for this time of year and really all year round. Shara Bitacha is the essence, is the centerpiece, I would say, of Chovos Halavavos. It is the essence of faith. It is something that is so helpful to people who have difficulties with faith, as really everybody does, as much as people are people of faith. There's always there's always some void that needs to be filled, even for the most observant and the most faithful people. Uh, that That's why I look at this as, as, as sort of like an endless safer. People don't realize the chizuk, the strength that one gets from reading this, and the uh, and the trust in God that one gains from you know from exploring the Shara Bitachon. I assume that's you know one of the reasons that you knew this would be a big seller. Why you knew you knew people out there would want it, and the insights and the English translation that you've included in this are simply wonderful. I don't know why it took this long for Shara Bitachon in this format to come out and be part of the uh, you know the Jewish publishing world, but I'm glad it did, and I hope it's doing well already. You have any indication whatsoever? Um, the indications are getting very positive feedback more than anything. But just for people to understand, you know, we think of a Musa Sefer, something that was written the last 100 or 200 years ago. Right. Shara Bitochon, which is one of the Sha'arim, um, the gates, or the topics discussed in Chovos Alavavos, was written almost a thousand years ago by Arishon Rabbeinu Bachia. So it goes back almost a thousand years. This is being studied 
generations and generations, the most important safer on Bitachon. You know, we, we, it, Bitachon is not faith. Bitachon is really trust, a reliance on Hashem, right. and knowing that He's there, He's there for us, it, especially these days with so many people struggling and looking the world around us, what is going on. This is such an important safer, and it's not a large safer. Right. It's, it's short. It's about uh, 250 pages in our edition, and we're thankful to the Jaffa family for sponsoring it and making it possible. But this small safer was in the works for almost two years. That's how important it is. It's not just the translation, the footnotes, the insights, how we could apply it to our life in today's generation. It is the most important safer you could learn today to give you to understand that we rely on Hashem it gives you just a way to get up in the morning and be calm and know we're in Hashem's hands and we are going to be taken care of. I encourage everyone to start at 10 minutes a day, just 10 minutes a day, go through a few lines. If we internalize this message, we will be such calm people, we'll be happy people. I'm sure you've looked through it, Nachem, oh, you yeah. see exactly what I'm talking about. No question about it. And uh, again... Everybody out there has, I believe, everybody has, you know, questions and doubts and, and, and thinking about what, you know, faith is all about and how much of that trust, that reliance that you describe, we need to put in the one above. And this just outlines for everybody so beautifully every area of life from from family to income to doing mitzvos to, to olam haba that people, you know, very often question the world to come, what that's all about. It's all there. Uh, with every subcategory you could ever imagine. And everybody out there, if you have an opportunity to get this, make sure to get it. This is the perfect week for it. Next week, the Esar Shuva is another perfect week for it. It's called Shara Bitachon. I can't say enough about it. It's 15% off for our listeners when you go to uh, artsgirl.com and uh, put in the promo code radio. And it's something that I have been... Uh, just on the bandwagon since I first saw it, of trying to convince everybody that this is a life changer. This is a life changer. I don't know how many things that you've published at Artscroll you can call life changer. You know, I, I know the, the, the Chumash, the Talmud, the Sidurim, the Machzarim, I know they're important. This is an actual life changer, Gedalia. This is something. Definitely. That, this is something. I, that, I say, you know, we publish, I think this year, Tough Shin Pei, we published over 100 titles. And, you know, but you always have the top 10 list. Right. This is definitely in the top five. Yeah, no question. It, it is so important. It is such an important safer. And I encourage everyone, as I said before, just to spend a few minutes a day learning it. Learn to take a chavrusa. You know, husband, I started learning it with my wife. Every night we sit down for 10 minutes and we started reading through it. And it already Great idea. made such a positive impact on us. Great idea. Um, yeah, a real life changer, everybody. Shar uh, Habitachon, check it out. And by the way, you just mentioned Tuff Pei. How could I even mention Shar Habitachon without saying after the year we've had, where where we where people wonder even more what it is that the one above is and is not doing during this crazy year. Uh, it, this is really an even more important time to take this up and to start reading Shar Habitachon because. It has shaken it. Tufshin Pei this year, which ends Friday night. Many people are saying, you know, let it let it end sooner rather than later. Uh, this year has really shaken a lot of people to the core when it comes to faith, when it comes to bitachon, when it comes to trust in God. So, again, yet another reason to add it to your library. Everybody, check it out. Uh, purchase it online or at your local 
Judaica store. All right, now, uh, Rabbi Zlotowitz, there are a lot of things that um, <laughs> this is really one of, we could say, uh, there are a few times during the year we could say this is your time of year, but this is one of those times we could say this is really your time of year. I would, I, I was, um, uh, I, I discovered based on uh, uh, the people I spoke to at Art Scroll that Slichos and Machzorim and things that normally sell pretty well this time of year this year are really flying off the shelves. Uh, a lot of people staying home uh, who normally don't. A lot of people, you know, often rely on on uh, machzorim at the places that they go and travel to. This year, a lot of synagogues are recommending that people bring their own machzorim. I'm sure that helped as well. You, you've seen a real a real boon when it comes to slichas and machzorim, right? Well, I think more than ever, people realize they're going to have more time, especially those who are at home or those who are going to minyanim that might be going a little quicker this year. Rosh Hashanah is a long day, and we have time to look into the tefillah and to internalize the tefillah. And I think, you, Nachim, you probably heard this a lot at the beginning of Corona when all the shuls were shut down and Yadim weren't even an option. Right. How many people said that they, they felt their davening was enhanced. They were able to go slower. They were able to read word for word and not rush through anything. You know, it wasn't like, oh, by accident I came late and I have to catch up. You really started when you wanted, and you were able to just go slow. And people said they pulled out the art scroll Sidurim for the first time, and they read the translation, they read the commentary, and they really understood exactly what they were saying. It was incredible. And therefore, I just want to mention one very important safe. I don't know if it's on our list to talk about today, but we published last week Rav Druk on Machzar. Yeah. Rav Druk, Rav Yisrael Meir Druk, is a Magid in Yerushalayim. He's a Rosh Hashiva. And he goes through the Rosh Hashanah Machzar, and he takes phrases, and he explains it so beautifully, the internal message. What is this phrase talking about? And we have time this year. Let's use the opportunity to really understand what we're saying. I think everyone's prayers this year is going to be on a higher level than it ever was before. We understand what Miba Magefa means, that, you know, who's going to be affected by a plague? We never understood what that meant. To us growing up, a plague was, we heard about the plagues in Egypt thousands of years ago. We know what a plague is now. And we're going to dive in with such extra kavana. Let's understand what we're saying. So I encourage everyone, pick up any English translation. Rav Druk on Machsar will give you a new insight into the words of the Machsar. And we have to cry out to Hashem this year, please stop this Magefa. Like you say, we're looking forward to a Tavshin Pei Aleph next year. That should be... A wonderful year. Everything Hashem does for us is good, but we want to see the good. We know Hashem loves us, but we want to daven that we should see the good as it's happening. You know, it's interesting uh, that you just said that, that now we know what a magefa is, and I'm thinking because of the way the world is now, anything that happens anywhere in the world we know about, you know, 10 seconds later, we now know what it means, miva esh, as we see what's happening in the West. We know what miva mayim means when we see what happens in so many parts of this country that are being hit by storms and are being flooded out and people's lives are changing and often being taken. And now, of course, as you said, we know what Mibamagefa means because of this unique but terrible experience of uh, COVID-19. So, yeah, uh, everybody out there, uh, we have a different perspective now on Arts Philos. Rav Druk on the Machser is a big recommendation from Arts Girl for this year. Check it out. It's written by Ray Mayor Druk, and uh, it is highly 
recommended. In addition, um, uh, Gedalia, there's a um, there's so many machzorim. There are so many books about the Yom Naraim. I see the Reb Chaim Kanievsky has a book on the Yom Naraim. Of course, Rabbi Sherman's classic on Rosh Hashanah. There are books about Tashlich. There are books about faith. There are children's books that deal with this time of year. Plenty of books on uh, on uh, tshuva. The power of tshuva is a very big one. I mean, I don't even know where to start here with this whole list. Pathway to prayer is is a very important one when it comes to understanding uh, what our prayers are all about. And 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 in the machzer category in itself, you have the interlinear machzer where it's, it makes it easier for people who want to see that immediate translation and use the translation literally during their tefillahs. It's not just reading something at home and getting gaining more insight. It's literally being able to translate in your head those words as you say them, which is a tremendous service. The classic art scroll machzer, etc. I mean, I don't know which ones you want to highlight, but the list is really voluminous in terms of what's available for, for Yontif. It is, as you said, there's nothing more to add. There's so much. I didn't even realize you have a children's machzer. I didn't even realize that there's a children's machzer from Art Scroll. There's really something for everyone. There's a transliterated, there's children's, there's the machzer from Rasolovetric, there's the interlinea, as you say, the classic Hebrew English, Hebrew only, whatever anyone wants. Uh, I mentioned tshuva svarim, so Share tshuva, yet another uh, Musser classic. Mesilas yesharim, yet another Musser classic. These are also part of, uh, very similar, by the way, to Shara Bitochan, right? I would assume it's the same format, am I right? Same exact format, and again, life-changing Musser svarim that were written many, many hundreds of years ago. Yeah, no question about it. The Power of Tshuva, Rabbi Heshi Kleinman, uh, Rabbi Tversky on the Machser. I mean, there are so many offerings, and if people go to the website, I would assume all of this is listed by category. Number one, the brand new stuff is out there in terms of uh, what's new from Art Scroll, but then anything that's in the Rosh Hashanah Kipper category, they could find uh, under the high holidays on artscroll.com as well. So uh, people could do research themselves and uh, and, and find an, an inordinate number of, uh, of books and offerings out there. As another option, Nachum, people could go to artscroll.com and browse our Rosh Hashanah catalog online. So that's a good way to see exactly what we have. Now, now let's clarify. When you say Rosh Hashanah ca- uh, catalog, you're not just talking about things for Rosh Hashanah. You're talking about the entire catalog of Art Scroll is online, correct? That you know, with with, well, with things for the entire year. Yes, but do that we come out every year with a Rosh Hashanah catalog, which focuses on the Rosh Hashanah titles and our classics. That and thick, a way to- that thick catalog that I got is only for this time of year. <laughs> It's this time of year in our classics, and you can browse page by page. It's just a beautiful way to see what we have for this time of year. Sometimes I forget just how many things you have, frankly. Uh, yes. Pretty amazing. Tell me about Rabbi Benjamin Przanski's book, uh, Chizuk for Your Heart. Rabbi Benjamin Przanski is a fantastic storyteller, and as we know, stories have a way of entering our heart. And, you know, sometimes you listen to a speech and... You know, people just tune out after a few minutes, but a story has a way of connecting someone and having an influence on someone. And these are stories that Pazinski put together to be us, to give us strength, especially going through this difficult challenge. That's why the title is Chizuk for Your Heart. It's really a way to strengthen people and to tell them you can do it. And each story is an uplifting story, and he's a fantastic storyteller. He's published many books with us, and it's it's a, a great way to get chizuk, to give over chizuk to your family, read the stories, and tell over the stories. You're walking with your child to shul on Rosh Hashanah. You're sitting at the yontif table. Tell over a story. It could have an impact.
No question about that. Uh, the What If series, which uh, it seems has become very popular. What If on Yamim Tovim Volume Number Two is out. These are literally situations that are described, adapted by Moshe Shero from the works of Yitzchak Silberstein. Uh, these are things that you can bring up at the Yontif table that are interesting halachic discussions. You're posing a question. People at the table can guess or come up with a uh, a system to come up with an answer, and then of course you, the the person reading it, can reveal the answer to everybody. Exactly. That's Rabbi, we know Rabbi Zilberstein is, has the most fascinating questions brought to him um, in Eretz Yisrael, and these are questions that were actually brought to him. So he asks it as a question, and then you go around the table and see what everyone thinks, and then you read his answer. It just makes the Yontif and Shabbos table come alive. Yeah, and usually the... Uh uh, usually there's a twist toward the end or <laughs> things people haven't thought of uh, in terms of what some of those answers uh, are. Uh, let's talk living Amuna, inspiring stories and engaging questions for the entire family. Again, Amuna faith, very important for this time of year to discuss it. It's adapted by David Ashir's best-selling Living Amuna series. This has been a really successful series. Living Amuna, I'm sure you've spoken about it many times to your audience, Nachum, and um, Living Amuna has been a life-changing series. We sold from all the cap, all the different various volumes, you know, over 200,000 copies. I, I, I meet people who carry it with them and say, I never go a day without reading a piece of Living Amuna. Wow. And it's just a very um, easy way to internalize Amuna, Rabbi Ashir, as a way of, you know, telling over a story, giving you a quick thought. They're not great chidushim, as we would say. But it's like it just internalizes the message of a Muna of living with Hashem. And what we did over here in Let's Talk Living Amuna is a team of Mechanchim got together. They took some of the stories of the Living Amuna series, and it's a way to tell over a story and sometimes stop in the middle of the story, and then there'll be questions there to ask around the table. And you ask your children, what would you do in this situation? How would Hashem want you to react? And... You know, the kids get animated. They want to be part of it. I think the greatest challenge we all have as parents is when we sit around with our children, especially at a Yontavur Shabbos meal. And, you know, they're half asleep. They really want to leave the table. They're not interested. They want to go play. And the greatest thing is get them involved in the conversation. So imagine being able to pull out a book where you read a three-paragraph story, and the story stops in the middle, and you're able to ask the questions that are spoon-fed to you in, in this Let's Talk Living in Moon. It tells you what questions they ask the children. They get animated. They get involved. And then the story continues. And you see how the person in the story dealt with it. Perhaps you would have dealt with it different. And it becomes a discussion point. So you're not just preaching to your children, but they're getting involved in the conversation. And they're going to internalize the message. And you'll be amazed. I'm sure, Nachim, you've seen this with your children many times what a child is holding inside, and yeah. the chinuch that you gave them, even a parent will be proud. Wow, I didn't know my child would react that way. <laughs> Look how positive that is. It's just such a fun way to make the table come alive, to make the children come alive, and to discuss emuna, which is the most important discussion we could have with our children. Yeah, it seems to be the theme in this conversation, frankly, as uh, we enter the brand new year. Emunah and bitachon, such a central theme uh, that everybody should keep in mind, everyone should try to pass on uh, as much information, as much inspiration to the uh, to the children in our families, no question about that. Uh, how's the Uncleus uh, release doing? 
Well, we know we started Unklus about two years ago. Um, we know there's a mitzvah of Shnaya Mikra Vecha Targum that right. every single week is supposed to read the Parshas HaShavua, the Pasuk twice, and then Targum Unklus once. Right. Right, that's the preferred way of doing it. And Targum Unklus is very hard. It's written in Aramaic. Most people don't understand what they're saying. And for the first time, there's a translation and a commentary on the Targum Unklus, telling you what the Targum is saying, but more than that, what he's telling you a pshat, he's telling you a commentary on the Chumash. And we could understand now when we're saying Targum Unklus, what the Targum is talking about. And we're finally publishing the last volume of this five-volume series. Devarim is going to the printer. It will be available as a slipcase set next week. And we're very, very proud of this. It is something. I ha- you, you were nice enough to give me the bracious one when I visited, and I went through it, and it's really remarkable. And for those of us who've been frustrated over our entire lives, that Unculus, you know, has never been alive to us in terms of a commentary, and now, in fact, it is. And I wish you continued success with that, and I'm glad to hear the series is almost complete. The Milstein edition, Chumash, with the teachings of the Talmud, you know that I have been a big advocate of this one. Uh, I am, I am uh, much more in favor of studying Talmud through the Chumash and studying Chumash through the Talmud, as some might suggest. And what this Sefer does is simply remarkable. And I've gone through examples with you on the air of you know really simple examples of how uh, important uh, this Sefer is in terms of bringing important uh, uh, Talmudic passages to our attention based on the Psukim of the Torah. I hope this Milstein edition of the Chumash with the teachings of the Talmud is doing well. It's doing wonderfully, and it's, you said many times how you use it at your Shabbos table, yep. and it's, it's, it's a great series. You describe it better than anyone does. No, I appreciate that. Now, there are a couple of things we should bring to everyone's attention, Gedalia. Number one, uh, in addition to the Rosh Hashanah catalog, and I was schooled on that. I thought that was a catalog literally of everything. That's how thick it is. But in addition to that, and you can see it online if you go to artscroll.com, we should mention the Artscroll Shabbos Table Weekly Inspiration. This is something that's relatively brand new. People will see the banner on your uh, on the website at artscroll.com. And this is a, a basically a four-page newsletter that gives people an insight into some of the things that are happening uh, regarding Artscroll, but really revisits uh, a lot of wonderful works and, and brings inspiring um, uh, pieces to every on a weekly basis. Really easy to subscribe to, I would assume, right? People can get it in their email. It's, a, it's, a, it's available for a free download. Basically, what we've done is every single week we put out um, excerpts from various books and sarim that we've had over the years, and it's a great thing to bring to the Shabbos table and read a story, read a vart, a commentary, a nice thought, and it's available for free every single week, or you could sign up for free to get it delivered to your inbox. In addition, you have something called Inside Art Scroll, literally behind-the-scenes interviews with authors that stop by the Art Scroll facility and walk into your studio there in New Jersey, and that gives a perspective for people to uh, uh, discuss the book and what the process was like and what they hope to accomplish, etc. People can check that out and see the interviews. Again, a link from artscroll.com as well, so those videos are available uh, to everybody. So you you are expanding as much as possible, as quickly as possible. Baruch Hashem. We are, and it's really a schuss to be able to service the Jewish community at large. And we know that, especially during COVID, there's so much learning and reading going on. People have time, and they're using it for good things. And we really, I just want to take this opportunity to thank the Jewish community for always supporting us, for being there for us, our donors, our dedicators who make most of these groundbreaking projects available. 
It's really an honor to serve the Jewish community, and we should all take the merit of learning Torah and davening better with us into Rosh Hashanah this year. And next year should be a year filled with good health and panosa for everyone, and nachas from your families. And we're just grateful that Hashem gives us this opportunity. What an opportunity it is. And boy, are you taking complete advantage of what God has given you in terms of an opportunity. And uh, your father of blessed memory, what a tremendous shliach he was. People now look back at this era of Jewish history, and you know that he was literally a central figure in an important Jewish revolution that has taken place over the last half a century. And that must be a tremendous feeling. Yes, it definitely it's a little awe-inspiring um, to think what my father's atal accomplished. And the greatest gift we could send him in his place in Olam Haba is to use this forum to learn from them. And with that, we're sending him the greatest packages we could send him. And I'm sure he's in Shemayim by the Kisei HaKavod, especially coming up to this Rosh Hashanah, being a male Yosher, an advocate for the, all of Am Yisrael that we should have a Shana Tovu, Masuka, and a Ksivich to everyone. Nachum, I'm grateful to you. I love our conversations together. And as far as Inside Arts go, we look forward to having you come down to our studio <laughs> and being interviewed for Rabbi Hissiger. Talk about revolutionary interviews. Um, a little, <laughs> turn the tables a little bit. Rabbi Zlatowicz, Gedalia, I thank you. And a Shana Mutuka, happy, healthy, sweet New Year. We should continue. Uh, this wonderful relationship together, and uh, we greatly appreciate your uh, support, encouragement, and loyalty to everybody here. Thank you so much for everything. Uh, may regards to your family. Take care. There he is, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz. Everybody, do you realize we just went through this conversation? I never mentioned the Art Scroll app. I never mentioned the the Talmud um, uh, iPad, Shas Pad. I never mentioned Sukkis, which in all seriousness we should have done because we're likely not going to have Gedalia on again before we get to the holiday of Sukkot, all I, I didn't get to half the stuff we could have done in this conversation. <laughs> frankly, that's how much they have. That how, how much material they have to enhance our lives and enhance our prayer and Torah study experience. Really remarkable. Anyway, information about everything that we did discuss: the new releases, what's available for the high holidays. Uh, what I recommend you get into your home at the minimum during the Aseris Shuva if you don't have it in your home before Rosh Hashanah, which is the Shar Habitakon. For all that information, you go to artscroll.com. And by the way, keep in mind, there's a value of being a Nahum Siegel listener. When you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. But right now, today, if you want the Shar Habitakon, and believe you me, I'm highly recommending it as I continue to say, if you want the Shar B'Tachan of Chovos Halvavos, this unbelievable brand new volume, when you go to artscroll.com, you get 15% off and free shipping with promo code radio. I mean, come on. How could you go wrong? 15% off, free shipping with promo code radio. Check it out and enjoy. More coming up. You are listening to a... Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Olo seihem vesivcheihem leratzon al mizbechi ki 
the amazing Cantor Natanel Hirschig Avinu Shabbat felt it was important in light of yesterday's ceremony at the White House to remember all the times we've said Avinu Shabbat Shemayim Medinat Israel. Schlockrock and Nigun Leviathan, AJ Schreiber, Johnny Schlagbaum, Aaron Schlagbaum with the Yamim Narayim medley, brand new, pretty amazing. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and AlchemSigal.com and the AlchemSigal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JM in the AM. My thanks to Howard Seidenfeld. My thanks to uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Keep supporting our Rosh Hashanah campaign. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Tomorrow we're back for a Thursday. And by the way, tomorrow's live lunch will be a Zoom live lunch. Avi Fryer is going to be doing a pre-Rosh Hashanah magic trick. Yeah, join us for that. <laughs> Feel free to comment on the app all day long, and I thank everybody who commented. I didn't have a chance to acknowledge it earlier. Uh, comment on the app by going to get NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and commenting away. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Single reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.